Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well, good evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio. You're here at Rosalind's Corner at uh, T25CL. I want you to go to our website at www.t25cl.com and visit all the great music, the artists that we have, that you can listen to their music, of course, buy their music, support independent music artists. Go to our website at www.t25cl.com t25cl.com. You'll have an enjoyable time. Trust me, you will. And then, of course, you got to go and watch the movie United We Stand, a great music documentary showing the plights of Africa, but also great entertainment as well. Trust me, you will enjoy it. Just $5.95, you can rent this movie and you can watch it as much as you want within a 48 hour period, okay? So I just want you to go there and listen to it. You'll have a great time listening to the great music and the listening, I mean, the audience will enjoy this movie, okay? So we got great artists. I mean, we have Charles Small, we have Brenda Lee Yeager, we have none other than uh, Mark Allen Felton, of course, myself, Ross and Jordan Mills, featured on there as well, and the Five Tempting Men. Did I mention Charles Small? Yes, I did. He's phenomenal, okay? Phenomenal um, um, guitar player. Um, but uh, he's also the uh, musical director for uh, Barbara Morrison, the legendary jazz singer. So <clears throat> I just, you know, just say, you know what, go to our website. You see all the great, great entertainment that we have on there. We have our, our new artists that we have on there, Hunky Brown, and um, so many more, so many more. That's such a nice long list to mention. But we want you to go to our website, www.t25cl.com. And like I said, you know what? And even if you are an independent artist and you're looking to get your music, your uh, if you're spoken word, if you're an author, whatever your talent may be, come to T25CL for global distribution. Look, you will not regret it. It'll be awesome. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me tonight, little folks. I got a <clears throat> little frog in my throat, but that's okay. Because I'm not going to be no not talking tonight. I'm going to let my guests share, okay? So, you know, if y'all went to my Facebook page, Rosalind Jordan, uh, Facebook page, Rosalind Jordan Mills, sorry. Um, but you can um, go there and see all the great uh, artists that we have on our show every, every week, okay? And so we're looking to have... Uh, Andre Ward, we call him Chief, who's going to be having United We Stand uh, soon with his shows and other shows that we have during the week. Okay, just go to our website. You have a list of all the radio shows we have during the week. Come on and support all our artists and T25CL Entertainment. Okay, so I'm going to start tonight, okay, with my guest. My guest tonight, he He's been, he began singing and loved music since he, since he was a young child. And I think a lot of us, if we're singers, you know, we, we've had that 
if we're still singing, it's because we loved it when we were young. And he sang with the children's choir at Springfield Baptist Church in Washington, Georgia. And he, he always amazed his audience, whether playing with a band in Vegas or performing free for a local charity. You no, know, people were in awe when they heard his vocal capabilities, singing such hits as Smoke Gets in Your Eyes, uh, You'll Never Find, uh, It's Not Unusual, you know, so many, the list goes on and on, all in the game, and up to 600 more songs in his repertoire, known for his performances with second-generation platters. My guest tonight has been featured with number, uh, numerous uh, news articles, including the Press Enterprise uh, Record uh, Gazette, the Washington Reporter, the Las Vegas Sun, the Californian, and the Waterhole as an outstanding entertainer, singer, and performer. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring to my show, my friend, Mr. Jerome Robinson of the Secondary Platters. Welcome, sir. Hi, Rosalind. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Just trying to do everything to stay out of the heat. Oh. You know, <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm doing everything. I was, I've been, uh, you know, I want to go back to those days when I was a young kid. It's when you could um, turn the water hose on and just go out there and run through the water. But I don't, I don't think my neighbors would take too kindly to that. <laughs> well, yeah, I think uh, if we're dating ourselves. We remember them days. You know, what kids still do that today. You know, they run out there. Oh yes. Try to cool off, especially in the inner cities. They're out there trying to cool off, or they go to the the neighborhood uh, swimming pool, or wherever the case may be. And here in California, you want to hit the beach, you know. So. <clears throat> oh yes, oh yes, you bet. Yeah. Matter of fact, oh. I'm going to be doing that in about three days. No, about four days from now. Awesome. I'm going to spend a couple of days down at Dana Point. Awesome, awesome, very good, very good. Well, you know. I, like I was saying, we you know talked about earlier. So many people want to know about who you are and you know what you've accomplished. You know, and and so many I've got so many questions. Uh, you know, people are ready. They're ready to shoot these questions out to you. But you know, for me, for myself, I always ask my my guests. You know, because at there's certain times in our in our lives. You know, when we're growing up and in, in the beginning of our lives. Before all that's transpired, there's always that beginning point. And so what I want you to share with my listening audience, um, where did it all begin you know, for you? When did you first start singing, and how did you even get started? Well, it all began with me back in Washington, Georgia. I came from a very religious family. and, met, and um, I started with the children's choir, singing there, and with Mrs., uh, Mrs. Britton, uh, who was uh, was like my mentor? She would uh, make sure that uh, that we all, you know, we had something to do, a practice after church, you know, before, uh, you know, every Sundays, and then we do do a little thing. And I got I got very interested in, it, and then I took some piano lessons, and so uh, I really started taking piano lessons for a while, because I got a chance for me to hang out with my buddy Lavonia. She was taking piano lessons, so because that was my road buddy. It was, we was grew up together and, and the whole thing. But how I got started was a story within itself from which was by accident. 
I started in the music business. I was in I was in the Navy, and um, and I, um, on Saturday afternoons when we had Liberty in San Diego, we were going to town, and um, there was a theater in town called uh, the Hollywood Palace Theater. Well, what had happened was that the they would show movies, and then after the movies, they would put on like an a burlesque show, and they had sketch comedy and all the things like this, and scantily, uh, you know, women in certain attire. Well, anyway, this lady came out. Her name was Texas Barbie. Texas Barbie came out, and and she was had these tassels, and she had one going clockwise, and the other one going counterclockwise. Well. To me, I had never seen anything like this. I'm, I'm a Georgia boy. We didn't, you never seen anything. I, I started laughing, and I couldn't stop. And I was on the front row, and I could not stop laughing because it was uh, the first thing came to my mind that made it look so funny was I was going, that must be really confusing to a baby. <laughs> but anyway, I uh, I was laughing so hard that the, the owner of the theater said, sir, sir, he stopped the show and said, you want to come up here and uh, uh, sing this song? And But I didn't, I didn't, I said, well, why not? I'll go up. And, and luckily, I don't do not know why until this day how I knew that song. So I got up and I started singing uh, Hey Big Spender. And uh, and so it really went over. People thought it was part of the act, I guess, because the owner of the theater gave me 50 bucks and said, go rent a tuxedo and come back for the two o'clock rehearsal. My. I came back for the two o'clock. Uh, Texas Barbie didn't care too much about it, right, from which I, whom I ran into about four years ago. <laughs> she still remembered me. But I came back and I started, I started doing that. But uh, quite naturally, I was the most popular sailor on the ship, you know, <laughs> with all these pretty girls that they had. That had in the show, and that's basically what started me out on this on this one of one of the most greatest journeys in my life. So you started singing while you were still on the ship. Uh, yeah, I was doing that when um, we when we uh, then we had to leave, went back to um, went back to Vietnam, and we came back. I was uh, we, we were stationed in Seattle, to where. Um, it was going to be my final duty station, and so there was some schooling I was going to, school I was going to, and, and but it was only like once or twice a week, and we could go do what we wanted to do. So we spent a lot of time up. I spent a lot of time up in in Vancouver, Canada, for a while, and I was in, in a little town called called Porcoquicklem, and up there, and I started singing at a club in 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 uh, up in uh, in Canada. And uh, then I would come down uh, to Washington. That lasted for about six or seven months for when I was discharged. And but while I was there, I was I went into a club in uh, Seattle, and I heard this music that was fantastic. And it was the great Ramsey Lewis oh, wow. was uh, playing, yeah, playing in this club. So. I went, I got up and asked him if I could come up and sing a song with him. He said, sure, come on up. 
Storm sent me a man all in awe and actually singing with Ramsey Lewis. And uh, while I was in there, there was a lady that was, in, uh, she asked me when the show was over, she asked me, she said, would you, uh, definitely, would you like to sign a contract with us? It was a company called Supper Recording Studios. And it was a, um, a record record company. And it's, uh, mm-hmm. it had a, a few things out. And I was excited and I'm saying sure and the whole thing well I went by the office the next day and um, well they gave me a contract that I had to sign the contract but what the point was what it was I wasn't even 21 mm-hmm. I wasn't 21 yet so the hardest thing about that was coming back home and convincing my folks mm-hmm. that their only son was going to go off and sing rock and roll oh gosh Oh, I, you know, and uh, finally got him got him to sign it. And my uh, my mom, everybody tried to talk me out of it. My aunt, everybody, because we had a like a little candy store, and stuff, uh, and uh, and different people would come in and come in, and they were like wanted me to tell me, "What? Why don't you stay here and run the business, the whole thing?" But you know, how can you how can you keep? Uh, uh, a sailor down once he's seen Texas Barbie. <laughs> so, we, <laughs> so but anyway, she finally signed the contract, and my mom gave me, I remember, gave me $100 and a bus ticket and mm-hmm. and sent me on my way. Wow. And, and I stopped in San Diego, and that's basically where it basically really started, too. Yeah. And that would be... Yeah. That- going to be another question that uh, one of my uh, listening audience had asked is, you know, do you come from a musical family? Does anyone else in your family sing or play instruments? Oh, Lord, no. I'm, 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 my mom, I love her. I love her with all my heart. Rest, rest, God rest her soul. But my mom could not sing. There were two things that my mom really could not do that well, and that was singing and cooking. <laughs> and we had like a F.A. I, some people, well, it wasn't that fact that she couldn't cook too well, but it was the things she would cook. You know, mm-hmm. she had a weird uh, a palate. She would like, she loved, she loved shrimp, but she also loved collard greens. And it wouldn't be beyond her to mix them two together, you know, and you're like, oh boy. And, well, you know, but, that is a but nobody in my family, nobody's, my aunt who was, who lived there in the home with us, she did, um, she could sing a little bit, and she did all the cooking and the thing like this. And so I had to learn how to how to cook and things like this. And and thank God for that, man. But my mom, I love her so dearly, but she was not the greatest cook in the world. Wow. But you know what? You made it through. You made it through. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was to me. It was you know. It was. Yeah. It was okay. But uh, but it was it was beautiful childhood. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I've got so many callers on the on the line right now that's um waiting to to question ask you some questions and 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 get a little more information. I got a whole lot more questions for you, but we're gonna go ahead and open up our bar so my listening audience doesn't have to wait too long. I have one caller uh, calling from nine oh nine area code. Caller, give us your name, where you're calling in from, and what question do you have for my brother Jerome? Yes, my name is Kenneth. Well, hello. Hey, Ken. hey Ken. Hello. 
And I have the privilege of Mr. Robinson honoring me to allow me to sing bass with his group. He's a great artist, and he's very humble, and he didn't tell you that he's a great composer. Mm. He wrote some great songs, Ruby's Place, about his mom and stuff. And uh, the question I want to ask him is how has he been so dutiful and survived all these years in the business? Well, it was, you know, it wasn't it wasn't easy. But my mom always taught me, man, if you're going to do something, stick with it. And, you know, and and I found that and you all, you've never been so lucky if you find something that you can love to do. That was a lot of ups and downs going through this, going through this and uh, hard knocks, but you, you just kept, I kept I kept pursuing my my career and a couple of times I was put on hold there for a while but I I kept going and yeah Kenny and it's um man it's always you had you had what you have one of the greatest voice bass voices you want to want to hear and we were just recently doing a show at uh at the at, at the um Hemet Theater and uh it was uh. We always like the part when the song that we was doing and can't get to that part. Well, everybody <laughs> always picking on me, and we was kind of right and whole thing. That was the time that we was and they was in there was doing a show with the Five Tempted Men, the Temptations. Yeah, yeah. we're getting ready. Show. Also, we're getting ready to do a show. Well, I sing with the I sing with melodic. We uh, where we do a a tribute to the ladies of Motown, and uh, we're oh, right. This is a shout out. We're getting ready to have a show September 8th at Stevens Steakhouse. So you guys got to come out and see us perform. Oh, yeah. you bet. bet. Yeah. We'll definitely be there. It's going to be the five. Yeah, Jerome, Jerome did a, a, he did a CD also uh, called Jerome Robinson Motown and more. It uh -huh. is fantastic. It is mind bending. It is a great, great tribute. And uh, he learned how to sing. Um, <laughs> you know, the so funny. You know, they call me on the phone and he goes, Could you please tell me when are you going to learn how to sing? And that's my compliment to him and people. You know, I'll, I'll tell them, you know, when you go learn how to do this and do that, and that's my honor to them. It's like an award. You know, I just made them my own award to people I care about, like Jerome. And he's a fantastic cat. He's a fantastic man, person, with all he's been through. He gives. He gives. You're making me blush. How did you meet? Let me ask you this. How did the two of you meet? Well, that was, what had happened was I was in, I had some uh, problems with my, with my, with my foot. And uh, they had to, um, and I was, had to spend some length of time in the hospital. And so, well, what had happened before I could get a room at the, at the VA hospital from which I wound up spending like, uh, eight and a half months there. And, um, but what had happened, his mother-in-law was in the next room, but somebody, uh, mentioned that, uh, that, uh, Jerome Robinson is here, uh, in yep. here, and 
Kenny against Kenny had found that he came in. We said we've talked, man, and we talked, and we have been friends ever since, and that's been that been like twelve years now. Yeah, yeah, that's how we met, and you know, I heard that voice. I'm going, yeah. Why don't I do something here? And that's <laughs> what I said. Jerome Robinson, second generation platters. That's right. <laughs> well, Ken has that voice, man. He's got that voice. That's for sure. That that bass voice. That- Captures everybody. Well, that's. Oh, that thank is, God. That is. Well, I'm going to let other people check in, but I want to say one last thing to my brother and to you, Miss Rosalind Jordan Mills. May God continue to bless you guys and all you do. I love you guys so much. You are so special. Uh, take thanks care. a lot, Kenny. God bless you. God bless, God bless you. you. Well, Ken, okay. Ken, hold on a second because I, I might have somebody I want to say hi to. Hi to you right quick. Uh, I think we got Galaxy Chief on the line. Uh, Andre, are you there? Brother Ken, how you doing, man? Hey, yeah, brother yeah. Andre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, hey, man, brother. man. Great, great guy, man. How you doing, Andre? Oh, I'm cool, man. I'm just getting resettled in here. And I just got back to town on Monday from a family reunion and stuff. And dealing with all the other little tragedies I had before that. And stuff, but I'm back and rolling. and. So we're just getting ready to uh, get T25CL back on top again. Yeah, man, we're still on top of things, man. But you sounding good, man. You sounding like the same old Ken Moore from four or five years ago. Yeah, man, God's good. I'm getting back to myself, getting my voices coming back and all that good stuff. And uh, uh, I talked to Mr. Bill Duke earlier today. He was on set. I remind him about uh, the United film and and he told me to call him back tomorrow. He'll call me. So I want yeah, to tell yeah. you that, bro. Cool, cool. I'm looking forward to getting together with you guys in person in yeah, the man. very, very, very near future. Yes, so, sir. Uh, thank you very much. And thank you, Brother Jerome, while we did our little sidebar there. Yeah, all right. Thank you, God bless you, man. <laughs> hey, God bless you guys. Bye-bye. God bless you. God bless man. Uh, yeah, Andre, did you have any question or comment for Brother Jerome? Oh, man, I, w- I would have a whole bunch of questions, but I don't want to be overly intrusive on the show here. But uh, one question, I, I don't know, because, you know, we've had this great transition or this migration from the good music of the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and and with the music or, 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 or facsimile thereof that you hear out there today. My question to you is, with all the great singers that we have today, but the great singers that we have today basically come from from the, the old school days, like Rosalind and yourself and, and, and Ken Moore and Brenda Lee Edgar, and, and the list goes on and on and on. What makes a, uh, a great singer like you guys, great singers versus somebody who just can't sing what 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 is the level of commitment that you have to put into being a singer and a performer to get to the professional level well my 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 opinion is there's a lot of things you can do there's things some people sing to themselves Mm -hmm. and some people sings to the audience sing to the audience what you have to do is, um, besides do, do practice, 
and you listen and you develop your own style. And when you sing and you sing to the people, you put yourself in a song. What I do, one of my thing is I'll put myself in the song and I would and I do a performance too as if I was out there, I had to pay a pay a fee to see me. Uh, what kind of show would I like to see? And so what the thing of it is, just stick to it, practice. And one thing about this business, you don't ever get too old. Come on, uh, man. <laughs> come on, man. No, but just keep, you know, just, just keep, just keep after your dream, if, you know, and just, that's what I, that's, that's my, my thing of it is because, um, you know, it's, it's, you got just have to be your own, your own, and you develop your own style. You develop, and it's a lot of hard work, you know. And don't try to copy, you know. And just, just be yourself. Well, why do you think the industry put money behind hip hop? That if they were to put the same type of uh, synergy and energy towards jazz and R and B. And the, the real music with real instruments and real performers and real dancers instead of bloop, 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 your mama, your daddy, whatever, whatever. But, but still, that stuff, as much as we may have some dismay about it, it's selling. It's making millions and millions and millions of dollars and offers something that just can't touch what the artists from the 70s and the, and the 80s did. What is it about the industry itself? What is the driving force to put millions and billions of dollars behind something that is not necessarily music, is not coming from the heart? You don't make babies from it like the music that you guys made back in the 70s, but sure. <laughs> exactly what you say but it's what it is it's all money it's a quick buck you know but you know we we as artists and musicians you know you spend a lot of time in you know they're honing your craft honing your craft now people make a million dollars and millions of dollars and can't even sing a note oh, and but, right. you know but when you can, when the, with today's technology, you can you know, put a hit record out in your living room. And uh, mm-hmm. so what it is, is that I, I think the industry has just gone to the quick, you got to make some quick bucks. You know, there's only a few artists there, out there that is, that their music will will last, you know. You know, like even with the, the, the rap thing that first come out, there was only a few classic, class, classics out there, like Run DMC, those guys, man. And and but what it is now, they can just make a record in their living room and they put out a make a few millions, and it's you don't usually hear from them anymore. And then I think, but what it is, is is that we have to, we really have to uh, teach. Our, our, you know, our children, our grandchildren uh, that are interested in music, that era and uh, that style of music, that that music, and, and can't let it die. We gotta, we just, it's education about anything. You have to, uh, my opinion is that you just got to keep them 
uh, keep them abreast of the way it was like in those days, you know. And maybe someday a record company will, some somebody will come out and say, let's make an album of of uh, some of the good old music that that time. Well, like for instance, I won't talk too long. For instance, I recorded a song like 45, 50, well, 45 years ago. And I didn't think the song was that well or whatever. I just put it on the shelf. And then a record company out of um, Chicago called me and said, you know what? A friend of his was going through some old archives and records in his house, and he said, you got to listen to this song. And uh, and they discovered it, man. And what they did, they called me. And uh, they called me about uh, six, seven months after they found this song and uh, sent me a contract and a royalty check, and they, they they put it back out. So what it is, you know, it's, uh, I think what it is, you just got to, you never know, but you just got to educate the, the young, I think, what it is. Yeah. Okay, but I can go on and on and on, but I don't want to hold the show up because they don't like me to talk too much okay. on the show. Yeah. Break here, ladies and gentlemen. You're here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Roslyn's Corner, and we just would love for you to go to our website at www.t25cl.com and view all the great artists that we have on there. We have great music, and of course, rent our movie United We Stand and enjoy it. I'm, I'm so serious. So much hard work has been put into this film, uh, into the making of the film, into the artist collaboration, and all that, uh, all the hands that was on deck, you might want to say, that made this such an awesome success. I mean, we take it into theaters, and we're taking, we're looking to take it into more theaters um, to show this movie because we have had such a great uh, response from the listening audience. So just go to our website and went to movie United We Stand is only $5.95. Support T25CL, we're an independent black owned business and we look to get that music out there to reach all genres and to reach all people of all walks of life. And, um, and uh, like I said, <clears throat> we have great artists. And of course, if you're an author, spoken word, we got uh, you know young people on with the R&B and the hip hop music as well. So you'll enjoy just perusing and going through all our website and and looking at all the great uh, uh, things that we have to offer. All right, we have um, one more caller on the line, but I wanted to get to this question because, we, like I said, we had other questions on the line too um, from our listening audience, and I think Chief was was covering a couple of them there too, because um, they asked, "What kind of music do you li- do you listen to today, and who are your favorite artists, or who's your favorite band or singers?" Who influences you? Well, uh, because I'm still performing and all that, I do all kind of. All, I listen to all genres of music. I do on my shows. I do country, blues, jazz, uh, some light opera. You know, from uh, from uh, and Bess, and, uh, and I just do a little bit a lot of. But in the day, my influences during the day was uh, whom I wound up being very good friends with was Mr. Lou Rawls. I was listening to uh, Lou Rawls, Solomon Burke, up in that era, and um, and Tom Jones. And mm-hmm. I worked with Tom Jones in Green Bay, Wisconsin, at a, the the uh, uh, at a dinner theater called the Carlton West. 
And but I, I just I listened to all and um, I like I like the all that Earth, Wind, and Fire and uh, oh, and yeah. uh, Parliament Funkadelic. I, I love I love funk, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I I can't do the dance anymore, but I can. I'm a heck of a chair dancer. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, we just lost uh, the great Larry Hatcher. Um, yes. I was noticing that, man. It was it said a lot of us is just leaving, and we have to leave a legacy, man, and yeah. this music, you know. Yes, yes, I hear you, I hear you. Um, well, let's get this other call. We got another call on the line here. I don't want to keep them waiting any longer. Uh, Carly, you're calling from the five. Yeah. Hello? Hello. Yes. How are you? I'm good. Who is this calling? And what's your what's your name? My name's Rich Morris, A.K.A. Harley Rich, calling from Texas. Wow! Awesome! Awesome! And um, what question or question? Uh, you know, uh, comment do you have for my listening audience? I mean, for my guest today. Well, I just want to make a statement first. Uh, me and my wife, when we lived in California, we met Jerome, and we went to a bunch of different places that he would play at, and he was probably one of the best entertainers we have ever seen in our lives. Awesome. Um, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. One of the best, if not the best, because oh, there's no more... There's no more entertainers. Entertainers now today, they don't interact with the audience. Mm-hmm. They just get up and play and do their thing, and that's it. Jerome gets the crowd involved, and it is so entertaining. And all the different people that he can he can play all their songs, it's just pure entertainment. Yes, and that's what he was Thank mentioning. Thank you. Thank you, Rich. How you yep. doing, buddy? Doing good, Jerome. Just uh, out here in Texas, we've been baking today. It was a hundred degrees, but I understand back in California, y'all are uh, shaking and baking. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But see, to me, I lived in I lived in, lived in Arizona for about thirteen years, and hundred and ten degrees is a cold snap. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Hey. Uh, Jerome, really, seriously, and um, you, you're probably, seriously, one of the best entertainers. I've been to a lot of concerts. My wife's been to a lot of concerts. We've we've heard all the best, and you are in the top category with the best. I mean, thank you, thank you. I, I went and saw uh, a few years back down at Pachanga, and saw Paul Anka, and he put on a great show. And he had a probably a twenty piece band with him up there. If you had a twenty piece band with you, uh, Paul Anka couldn't hold a candle to you. Oh, awesome! Uh, wow. Thank you. And uh, yeah, Rich, it's so good to hear from. Uh, matter of fact, Rich and I gonna be. Uh, um, he called me, and Rich has got a movie gonna be coming out. Uh, and um, soon, and it's uh, yeah, that's true, Jerome. Uh, 
hopefully it did, these things take a while, but it's about probably in a couple of years, 20, 2022, hopefully. Um, and I wrote in a part, and it, it, uh, it is a fantastic part. Jerome, imagine this, Jerome. You played Jerome. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great scene. It's really cool. And the main characters, you're right there in the middle of it. And uh, right now, it's all holding together. And it is super. It is super. It's, uh, it's a really good scene. And uh, I think you did. I think you'll do a good job playing you. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's 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 a it's a hard role, but I think I can try it. I'll just <laughs> walk out and say I'm ready for my <laughs> I'm ready for my I'm ready, Mr. Demille. <laughs> yeah, what, well, I mean, without without giving out a whole lot about it, what what is kind of the basic basis of your movie? Uh, I, I tell you what, I'll give you a, I'll give you the log line. You know what a log line is, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'll give you, I'll give you the log line. It's two lines actually. The president of the United States gives the green light for a covert mission with some evil men, the mafia. And this decision may cost the president and the first lady their lives. Wow. That's it. Got our attention. Yeah. And there's a scene, there's a scene where the assassin, he's having dinner at a fine dining restaurant, and the guy that, and the guy that's after the guy that the, the guy that's looking for the assassin sees him at a table close to the table he's dining at. Him and his wife are dining, and the assassin's like two tables away. And Jerome, no one knows what's going on, and Jerome walks over and talks to the couple, and he knows them. They're regulars, and they talk, and Jerome goes back up on stage and sings a song. But it's a really, really, really cool scene. Mm. I don't want to get in. I don't want to get into the whole thing, but it's a really yeah, cool that, scene. That tidbit is, yeah, just a, just that tidbit is 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 very um, captivating already. <laughs> yes, no yes. kid, it's gonna be fun. I, I'm, I'm not gonna tell him to polish my Oscar yet, but I'm I'm thinking about it. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Awesome. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you calling in. And talking to uh, you're welcome. And also, I looked you up on your webpage. You're a fantastic lady. Why, you're thank fantastic. You. <laughs> thank you. Now I know why you and Jerome are probably good friends. Oh. A fantastic lady. And he's a fantastic guy. Thank you so much. Thank I you appreciate so much, Richard. Appreciate it. All right. Thank, thank you. All right, all right. Very good. That is so phenomenal, Jerome. My goodness. Yeah, not, no, and I didn't pay them to do <laughs> yeah. no. call in. Uh, no, you, you didn't, you didn't, but that's okay. If the check if the checker delayed, I understand, Jerome. That's okay. <laughs> all right, Richard. All right. Hey, listen, good talking to both of you. Same here, same here. 
That is so phenomenal. Well, um, well, I've got just a couple of more questions for my listening audience, and then then we'll be we'll wrap it up, okay? Because I, I had some people that uh, sent me in some questions to ask you, and okay. so uh, I think you you know uh, kind of answered a lot of them. But uh, they ask, um, where would you most like to perform? What I most like, where, uh, where, where my, you know, the venue, uh huh. What venue? Um, I would see. Well, I performed at. Um, I think my best was at uh, the casinos in Las Vegas. I was in Las Vegas for quite a few years at Caesars. I was at Caesars Palace, um, and I was at. I started out at the Four Queens in uh, Las Vegas and. And then I was at the Maxim Hotel, at the Maxim Hotel, when they when they had gambling there. And it was one very quick funny story about that was, it was about three o'clock in the morning, and I'm out doing I'm doing about three o'clock, and I'm out all dressed in this in this tuxedo and all of this, and the band is going, and it's about a nice sized audience, and all of a sudden, you know, this entourage walks in and sat down, and it was. Wayne Newton, oh, and my. so I'm getting excited about Wayne Newton. So when the break came, I walked over to meet Wayne Newton, and all of a sudden the whole casino got dark because this brother stood up, and he did, he was so big that he just kind of blacked out the light. And it was his bodyguard. <laughs> I took one look at him and go, that's all right, bro. I forgot what I was going to ask him anyway. <laughs> and I went back. But he enjoyed the, enjoyed the show. And one other thing, while I was working there, I'll make this very quickly, in, in the store where we, back home, was a big cutout of, um, of Billy Eckstein. And he was, uh, he was a spokesperson for Camel Cigarettes. And I, I as a kid... Um, I'd watch, looked at that sign, you know, for years, and my mom used to walk by and go, Mm-mm-mm, what a pretty man, and all of this. And so one night I was singing at the Maxim Hotel, and in walked Billy Eckstein. Ooh. And we got to be friend, the late Billy Eckstein, and started talking to him. And so then he became, uh, uh, while I was there, became part of the show. He would sing, come up and sing with me, along with and bring his little daughter, his little granddaughter. At that point, she was... A little small, a little young girl, but she had a wonderful voice, and that's uh, so the casinos. But I think Vegas was my was my uh, was one of my greats, and you know I I love playing that venue, the casinos. That's phenomenal. That is phenomenal, and you know, and you, it's it's such um, an awesome experience and such a privilege to be able to not only with seeing with individuals such as yourselves, but to even meet the, the Billy Eckstein's of this world, you know, because there are no more Billy Eckstein's of this world. I mean, there's there's so many artists that are out there now, but I can't, I, I don't see a, a Lena Horn. I don't see no. a Nancy Wilson. I don't see a Billy Eckstein. Uh, you know, uh, these, these, these great, great, phenomenal, legendary artists who, who, are no longer here with us. You know, their music lives on forever. But the fact is to see, like uh, Andre had asked you, you know, what, what happened to the music today? What what happened, you know? 
And like you said, it, it's all about the money now. You know, it's all about the bling bling now. And, you know, this younger generation really? taking over the taking over the, the, the world. But, you know, um, it's like individuals such as herself that keeps the real music alive. Keep it alive, you know, and because, um, uh, you know, I one great accomplishment in this business. I got to meet some of my some of my idols, my biggest fans. I, I uh, like I became friends with Lou Rawls, and uh, and uh, the, the greatest one, my my friend. I love that man's voice was Brooke Benton. Oh yeah. And uh, from which was it was I make this very quickly. I was just moved to Atlanta, and I had an agent, and she said, "Well, she know, knowing how much I was a Brooke Benton fan, and so I, she said, could, could you do Rainy Nights in Georgia?'" And I said, "Sure," because now, I didn't know he was there because they was doing a little thing for uh, Spud Webb. You remember the little the, the basketball player? back in the day, and so I went to sing at a, uh, uh, a, like a dinner for him, and then I was doing Rainy Nights in Georgia, and I heard this voice, and I uh, come over to the loudspeaker saying, you're doing a good job, son, but I think I could do it a little bit better. <laughs> and uh, oh. I walked Brooke Benton, and I'm just sitting there, and then, and then you know, just total speechless. You know, <laughs> yeah, what the hell happened with you? That's fun. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> that is so awesome. Well, I really, really appreciate you coming on our show tonight and, and sharing your life experience, you know, with our listening audience. I know there's, you know, so many people who would love to come hear you perform. So let us know where and when will you be performing next? Oh, well, this all in uh i've got my schedule here in the next couple of weeks or so i will uh, i'm doing ex, um extravaganza five and it's uh it's for the uh national association of female entrepreneurs and uh i'll be doing that at, at webb hall in uh, sun city then i'm also performing like once a month i do i'm out at the um the French Valley Cafe, the last Friday of the month, at uh, at the airport in French Valley, uh, like near Temecula, mm. and uh, yeah, and I'm doing that. And then I do a lot of resorts out in out in Palm Springs, you know, in that that uh in that era. So I'm just like all over the place. You can, but I always put uh, put my schedule on Facebook, okay. and uh, it's Jerome Robinson Senior, because uh, it's my son is all the uh, uh, is on there, and uh, just go to Jerome Robinson, senior friend me, and I will uh, definitely do that. And uh, the extravaganzas, what I'm what I'm doing was the, the female entrepreneurs, uh, uh, association of female entrepreneurs. What they have, and they've got, uh, they went to uh, some of the job, the jobs and things that I've done. Because of them, I received the uh, Lifetime Achievement Award from. Uh, 2015 from uh, the president Barack Obama. Oh, oh my goodness, that is so. Yeah, awesome. and if uh, you can you can go to my webpage and you'll see the you'll see the certificates and different awards from a lot of the people. My website is uh, Jerome Robinson Things and dot uh, com, and you can uh, just go go and see what things I've done and where I'm going to be going. 
Awesome. So awesome. Well, I really appreciate you. Let me see if a uh, chief is still, he's still hanging on the line. Let me see if he has any last words for you. Chief, you have any last words or, or comments for Brother Jerome? Uh, one question for you. If you had a choice to perform at any venue on planet Earth, any country in the world, which venues would that be? Wow. Wow, now that's a question I'd, I'd never thought of. Uh, Madison Square Garden. Wow. Yeah, that would be the ultimate ultimate uh uh, the, the Madison Square Garden, and um, mm. yeah, and so between there and um, uh, I would I would say that would be about it. That to me that would be the that would be, be the panacea right there, Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. Yes, you know, uh, and who, right. who knows? You know, there's a lot of things. I also have a CD I'll call um an original CD that I'm gonna I'm gonna be getting in touch with you with that I can probably put on. It's I'll call Pieces of Love, and it's uh, oh, it's a song that that I've, uh, album that I put I wrote back in the day, and so it's starting to get some new some new awareness. So I'll be coming on doing that um, that pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, just let us know. That would be super fantastic. Get into it. We have a radio station that plays music. Uh, I know you probably heard it when I was playing it earlier. We play music um, right. 24/7, so you know we'd love to you know talk to you about that and get it going. We'd love to get. Yeah, it. and I one other thing before you go, it was so funny. I had a CD out and uh, I was doing the show up and I'm not name dropping or whatever. I'm doing the show up in Idlewild a couple of years back and Jordan Peele came up and he goes, he goes. You know, you got a fantastic show and a whole thing like this. Is your music streaming, streaming online and all of this? I'm going, uh, n no. He said, well, I'm going to buy a CD because I don't own a CD player. He said, but I'm going to go out and find, buy one. He says, boy, did I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On, our, on our website, because our, our website is not only international but it's international those global those worldwide People oh listen. yeah okay then well because uh, the album did pretty good back back years ago but it but we're talking about like the old music i'm bringing it's time to bring it back so we got to start somewhere you'd be surprised you know you'd be surprised no you wouldn't be surprised because that music is what they're trying to sample today Yes, yes. I get a lot of young kids want to uh, asking. You wouldn't believe how many young kids that man that love Sinatra. They love um, Al Green. They, they, you know, and all of that. Can you play some Al Green? You know, and I have one show I do, and this lady comes in. They come to see my show for ten years, and I just walk in. She walk in the door. I just start playing Al Green. because <laughs> you don't ask for anything else. You know? <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, you know, I really appreciate you coming on to our show tonight. And everybody, listen, this is from Jerome. Get his music. And of course, you're going to be able to get it here at T25CL. We're going to put it up on our, on our, uh, on our radio and um, um, just get it out there. I know it's phenomenal music. You have an awesome, awesome voice. 
and we just look maybe i can do something with you oh hey sounds good that's another thing no problem we're gonna yeah. just let me know i'll be and i'll just let me know again what's after this send me an email or whatever and uh when you guys when, when you guys gonna be and i'll yeah. definitely be there i'll be with the five tempting men and with the other groups and that's gonna be september 8th at steven's steakhouse matter of fact you can go uh, to my my facebook page and you'll see the flyer there oh okay a matter yeah. of fact i'm gonna I'll, I'll take the 19th of september i'm gonna be at original mics in santa Ana. yes yeah you know the original mics yeah i think it's september i'm gonna be there with i just finished the show doing Jerome Robinson's uh, Platter Soul Out show with a young lady we call Helena um, uh, V. Beautiful voice. We did a tribute to the Platters and Aretha Franklin. Oh. And it's uh, a show with her. It's simply Mike's September 13th. But I would definitely come there, you know, and uh, and if, if you see her talk to Cleveland, a five tempted men tell him Jerome said hi. Yeah, I talk to Cleveland all the time, him and Charlene and uh, Lonnie, you know, the guys in the band. Right. And, uh, and uh, Pam, Pam, his sister Pam. And, uh, so, uh, yes, awesome, awesome. We'll, we'll, we're going to talk some more, though, okay? We're going to talk some more, okay? Okay. Sure. Once we get off. But everybody listening, you've been here at T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Rutherson's Corner with my good friend jerome robinson look look go to his shows and we're going to post his shows and we're going to get it out there okay so we just want to thank everyone and listen uh, brother drum you have a great great evening and we will be talking soon okay thank you so much robin it was a pleasure doing your show i appreciate it we'll get together soon we will we will all right listen everyone have a good night good night chief good night <laughs> Good night, Chief. Take care. God bless. All right, Jerome. Be hooking up with you. Thank you. Okay. All right. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.